Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of Latina Mama, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe, a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Segments by the Supernatural Bear, that's my little man, he's 10, going on 40. But other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. And why do I have such a wide range of people as guests on this show? It's because I come from the music, art, and Web3 industries. Episodes come out every Monday, and we are part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Today's convo for episode 120 is with Maria Wren. She's a Latina co-founder and CEO of Smart Education, and she is also a NASA Solar System Ambassador. So if you're new here, uh, you know, my tribe is dope. So if you're new here, you're going to find out. If you've been here for a while, you already know. In this episode, Maria um, talks about how, as a Latina, she discusses how, why she became a STEAM education youth advocate um, why creating spaces, safe spaces for LGBTQIA plus youth is important. Reinventing her life since the passing of her husband, who we uh, talk uh, call Mr. Chris. Um, how therapy has helped her move through the grief and so much more. So a couple of things. Uh, let me just warn you, there will be tears. You've heard them on here before. <laughs> there will be tears. Um, I surprised Maria with, you know, kind messages from two of her three children. I didn't get one in time. So I wanted to read what her oldest, her daughter wrote before we get into the episode. She says, my mom has always been my number one supporter. I have so many fun memories with her as a child and our adventures still continue. I wouldn't be the woman I am without her, and I hope I can be a mom just like her when I have my own children. Love you, mom. Super sweet. So the reason that there's tears you'll find out during the questions and comments from the audience section, but I didn't want to move forward without also saying a couple of things. Um, I thank Miss Maria and her family in this episode, but I wanted to do it right up front right here as well. You know, the supernatural bear, as you can tell, if you've heard this before, if you've heard this show before, he's advanced. I, I don't just say he's 10 going on 40 just because he's advanced. And he loves steam. So, you know, he's taking all the classes, all the workshops, all the everything. And you'll hear all about it in during the supernatural bear segment after her segment and you know um we've been wanting to do this episode for such a long time but life happened schedules and stuff and then life really happened with the passing of mr chris and you know mr chris in the short amount of time that we were honored to be able to spend with him i could see you know he's a he's one of those quiet types but very observant but what we could um, tell is that he was happy and that he loves uh, Miss Maria and loves his family with his three kids. And we will forever be grateful to Mr. Chris because, you know, we live on Kawia land, right, here in the desert from the Kawia peoples. 
and he worked for Lake Kawia and he took us there. So he was the first person to show the supernatural bear how to fish. Uh, took him and their youngest. I was there in the background watching uh, hilarious because I think the first thing they caught was like a leaf or like a palm tree or something. But then they caught fish. It was exciting. And it was such a uh, it was such a great um, window to get some insight into Mr. Chris and just to see him in that capacity, just how, you know, patient he was and how he was just showing them with action. And, to, you know, he's just like he's like this calming presence. Um, so in the short amount of time that we knew him, we felt the loss. And so, as you can imagine, um, you know, losing your husband, um, the father to your children, you know, someone that you thought you were going to spend your entire life with. Um, Miss Maria has been through a lot and she is one of the strongest, um, people that I know. And like we mentioned in the episode, I, you know, it was a given she was going to make it to the other side. But what I have seen, what I have witnessed is that um, she put things in place. She made sure that not only did she make it to the other side, but she was going to make sure that everyone um, made it as well. And that she had the best possible tools and skills in place to maybe get there quicker, who's to say, but to get there in quote unquote, whatever the right way is for her and her family and her life. So yes, uh, this is a very special episode with with laughs and tears, but uh, let's get into this. Don't forget after that is Supernatural Bear Corner and then an outro. So muchísimas gracias to Miss Maria um, and the family. Maria, 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 <laughs> Maria del Refugio. I'm gonna call you Maria because that's how I talk to you, and it's natural like that. Um, muchísimas gracias for being here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming, and I'm so happy that it, it's finally happening. And I wanted to start off the way I start off all the podcasts, interviews, convos. How are you doing? ¿Cómo estás? Um, you know, today I'm I'm pretty good. It's you know kind of been a, a week of getting back into some things. This is the second time in a week I've worn a full face of makeup. <laughs> So that's kind of new these days. <laughs> that doesn't happen on a regular basis anymore. But, um, you know, I, I had a great event this weekend that I went to and it was the first of one of those types of events that I've done since pre-pandemic mm. times. And so, um, you know, it was it was good. It was good to do that again and so yeah I'm I'm good how did it feel being it was like a tell the people what it was it was kind of like a kind of like a gala type of situation right so um the bulk of my work happens at my site which is located at the Palm Springs Air Museum and the museum itself has a gala every year where they raise a lot of the money that they need for their own operations 
So this past Saturday was their gala. And I was there because I was part of the video that they showed during the gala to kind of show people what it is that happens there and, um, you know, tell them a little bit about where their money goes when they donate to the museum. So um, it was me and uh, my vice president, Callista, there representing Smart Education, uh, plus 800 of our closest nice. friends. <laughs> Yes. And it you was, look beautiful. And it, so was that you said it was the first time like in a long time going to that type of event, wearing makeup and dressing up. Was that like, what is yes. this? <laughs> yes. Um, I forgot how long it takes to get ready for an event like that. Um, luckily, I did have the foresight to plan out like, you know, what time I needed to start getting ready at and everything. Um, but. But yeah, it was it was a lot of moments of realizing, oh, yeah, this is what what life was like for me pre pandemic. (laughs) And um, uh, Callista, who was my plus one for the evening, she and I had a lot of moments of realizing, like, you know, this isn't normal life for most people. Pandemic or no pandemic is not normal life. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful event. Beautiful. I can't even describe all of the um, the decorations, the the whole settings. The it was just beautiful. Um, but also realizing that I was at an event where tickets mm. for the people who had to pay were four hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah. Per person. So if you're there with your date, your, you know, spouse, your whoever, um, you know, it's $950 to walk in the door. But it all goes for good. (laughs) It does. It does. So tell the people uh, what exactly smart education is. Well, um, so. In a nutshell, it is a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing STEAM education programs for youth. That's that's the t- the tagline, the short version. Um, the longer version is that 12, 13 years ago, um, a friend of mine and I we were two moms at an elementary school wanting to provide more enrichment programs for our own children. And we're fortunate enough to have the support of the principal at their elementary school who let us use some of the school funds to purchase robotics equipment for um, third, fourth and fifth graders. And having that experience with not only our own children, but the other children that participated, we realized that it was something that needed to be done. And after having conversation after conversation about somebody should do this, we finally had the conversation of we should mm. do this. And it it grew from there to encompass all sorts of different pro- uh, programs within the umbrella of STEAM education. Nice. Yes, you would do a better, way better job of explaining it than I, I would ever. So, you know, you're the co-founder and CEO of Smart Education. 
You are also a NASA Solar System Ambassador. You know, you told us how it got started, but why why STEAM and how important is representation in this field? So STEAM happened kind of as an add-on. We started with robotics because that was just that was just the thing that we started with. It was what was available for youth of our children's ages. Um, and that was the the bulk of our focus for several years. But eventually, you know, we did expand to include more broad-based engineering, not just robotics. And then we started to include things that had to do with programming also that were not specifically robotics. And then, um, you know, I just kept coming back to this thought of, I would really love to show kids how amazing science can be. Um, you know, you probably remember from your days in school and, and a lot of kids in school, science is a thing that they do once a week mm. when they're in elementary school. And a lot of times it's more along the lines of textbook or worksheets or videos. Um, and by the time kids get to middle school, science is boring. It's not relevant to their lives and they either lose interest in it or even worse, actively dislike it. So I wanted to really show kids that science is fun, science is relevant, and that it's really something that they can enjoy. And we started doing things related more specifically to science. And then, um, you know, the, the computer stuff, that also kind of grew because we went from, you know, just a few different types of programming stuff to all different types of programming stuff. Um, digital media that was game design, computer animation. Um, but then from there, we branched out to other forms of digital media that did not involve, involve programming. Um, and this is sort of where we started with the A in STEAM, because um, a lot of people hear A for arts and, you know, they kind of makes you think, are you teaching kids how to paint? Mm, mm, Are you bringing in pottery wheels? No, we're not. <laughs> um, but there is a lot of different art forms out there that are either more directly related to tech kind of stuff, things that you do on your computer. But then there is also the way that you can incorporate your more um, traditional kinds of arts, whether it is painting or using clay or uh, other types of medium to reinforce what you've learned about different science topics. So that might be um, using a mixed media type of approach to create their own unique rendering of a concept that they learned. I had kids once learn all about Cassini, which crashed into Saturn, gosh, years and years ago. Uh, we learned all about that. And then I had them do their own picture of it. And, you know, so we've done like crayon resist kind of mm. stuff. We've done uh, all different types of mediums. 
But then there's also what I refer to as industrial Mm. arts, which has more to do with the maker movement, learning how to make things on your own. That might include soldering. It might include welding. It might include things that kind of venture into the fabrication areas. Um, We're not necessarily teaching kids how to cut and bend steel. Um, but we are t- kind of touching on those things in mediums that are more accessible to youth. So it just, you know, it started as two moms wanting to have something meaningful and enriching for their kids. And it just grew and grew and grew a little by little. So, you know, uh, the topic of representation, I think it also will help to let people know, like, where were you born and raised? So... I am born and raised in a very interesting little area of the world. Generally learn, uh, generally referred to as the Coachella Valley, but um, a lot of people know it as Palm Springs <laughs> or Greater Palm Springs, right? Such a lie. <laughs> um, I was born in the city of Indio. Um, so long ago that I was born at the Indio Community Hospital, which does not exist wow. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I grew up in the city of Palm Desert, which is, you know, two towns over from Indio. Um, in the area, the, the Coachella Valley really goes from one extreme to the other in every possible demographic you could list. And um, through various avenues, I have had connections with all ends of the spectrum in all of those different demographics. So whether we're talking about um, issues of wealth, issues of race, Mm. issues of what kinds of advantages or disadvantages you have based on where you happen to live, what school you happen to go to, who your friends happen to be. Um, it's a very, very interesting dynamic that we have here. Um, and that that has shaped a lot of who I am today. There is there is something in me that recognizes when something is missing and is just innately driven to try to make that right Mm. or try to make it available, try to make it better. Um, And specifically for our youth, uh, not that I don't care about adults, but, you know, youth are my driving passion. I consider myself first and foremost, a youth advocate. I just happen to do it through an avenue that is STEAM focused. Nice. So, you know, just a little background on how I know you is because of your program. So, uh, you know, the supernatural bear and his, his father and I, we moved out here to the Coachella Valley, like end of maybe summer of 2018. And I was looking because he loves anything steam. And I was looking for something in the in the valley. To, there was like nothing. Then I found your thing. But he had to be six. This is how long ago it is, kids, because he's the supernatural bear is 10. <laughs> he had to be six. But I was like, if they meet this kid, like they'll, they'll let him. Right. And so I remember I went to 
like the charter school fair thing. You had a booth. I first met Penny. And then she was like, oh, yeah, we, we totally hit it off. And she's like, come by, meet Maria, da, 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 da. And then I met. So the Supernatural Bear has been going to your program, your camps. I mean, the, the, the value that you provide to the Coachella Valley, which, you know, it's not Greater Palm Springs, kids. Like, it's, it's, it's Palm Springs and all these other cities. <laughs> like, you know, uh, where Coachella happens, which is actually not Coachella, it's actually La Quinta. It's, it's 45 <laughs> minutes. It's like 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. So anyways, you provide so much value. And the time that we've had here, especially because, you know, two and a half, three years of that time, short amount of time has been a pandemic. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a lifesaver, you know, because we homeschool, as many people know, we homeschool and, you know, something that he loves and you provide you provide a safe space you provide um the the space that you have i'll have photos of of this amazing classroom setting uh it it's inspiring like even for me like when i go in there i was like oh yeah i want to learn all this i want to touch all the things you know what i mean um and then not only that you do you know mobile stuff you go out to the people and i think that's what's mm -hmm. important right because as you know, uh, and a lot of people that are listening know, you know, it's one thing to talk about diversity, inclusion, da 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 da. It's another thing to mm -hmm. really understand what is happening and understand your community and what they need. Not everyone's going to be able to come mm -hmm. and make it to your classroom. So, what do you do? You provide mm -hmm. those opportunities directly to them in different ways. Um, For sure. And, you know, I, I want to touch on something you said about making it a safe space. And I, I pride myself on being welcoming to, you know, just about anybody. I mean, there are few, few instances where I'm just like, okay, no, that's not okay. And, and all of them have to do with adults, frankly. <laughs> Kids are awesome. Kids are great. Kids are better human beings than adults will ever hope to be. But, um, you know, a lot of the population here, it does tend to skew somewhat conservative. Please believe it. Um, you know, California is so widely known for being a liberal state, but um, you know, the Coachella Valley is sort of this interesting little dot of purple yes. in the blue carpet that is California. <laughs> um, and, you know, most of the time, uh, I feel like our kids walk into situations not knowing whether or not they're going to be welcomed and, and for any number of reasons. And, um, it really, that really hits personally. Cause I remember the first time that I experienced not being welcomed for who I was as a child. And, you know, at the time I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know mm. what to think of it. I, I didn't understand. Um, but I remember being young, probably uh, first or second grade, 
and having a friend of mine talking about her birthday party and uh, me saying something about how, uh, you know, I wanted to come. And she said, you can't come to my birthday party because my uncle's going to be there and he doesn't like Mexicans. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that, that, that was such a pivotal moment in my life. I had no idea. I had no idea how, how pivotal that moment was until really just within the last few years, Mm. uh, even as an adult, if I would think about that moment for any reason, I didn't quite understand how, how impactful that moment was. Um, and I knew that I never wanted any child to feel like that for any reason. And, you know, over the last several years, we've had a lot more awareness over what our LGBTQ plus youth are facing Mm -hmm. day in, day out, at home, at school, in their communities. And, you know, that's something else that really just makes my heart hurt because I think about kids I know who are going through things like that. And I've always, always welcomed them in whatever shape or form they want to walk in. I've had students who have come to me um, as first and second graders, and I I know what they themselves still don't know. And um, I know I talk to the other students because sometimes the other students might say something about like, you know, oh, so-and-so wants to be a girl. Mm, mm. And they, the way they say it, I can tell, you know, they're not intending to be mean or hurtful, but it is. It still is. And so I, I, I take those opportunities to talk to the kids about, you know, everybody has the right to make their own choices. And, you know, we, we sometimes agree, we sometimes don't, but we still have to be kind and respectful to each other. Um, you know, I had a student who, when... She was in, I believe, fifth grade, decided she uh, was going to share with her family that she no longer wanted to be a she. She wanted to be he. And it was something that the family situation didn't quite understand, but they were willing to try. That's good. And understand and accept him. And um, I, I could still tell that the family unit and he specifically needed a little bit more encouragement, needed a little bit more of a feeling of, you know, this is okay. And so one day... He came because he had already moved on to middle school and came back and was a uh, volunteer in one of my programs. Mm. And so when I had him introduce himself to the kids, um, he used the name that he was born with. Mm. And so and it was fine. I, you know, whatever. 
their choice. Um, but afterwards, when the other students were, um, when the students were at break and, you know, playing out in the um, recess area, I just I pulled them aside and I said, hey, I was surprised that you introduced yourself as this. I assumed you would use, you know, your your current name that you're you're using because he did pick a different name. Um, and he said, well, I just, I wasn't sure how you would feel about it. I said, honey, I said, this place is for you. I said, I have done everything I have to make this place a safe and welcoming environment where you know that you are welcomed and you are loved. Yes. And that's true. That's so true. And, and I feel like, you know, us being two women, being Latinas, being brown Latinas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, we, I'm sure especially when we're little because we're outdoors all the time, we were like darker. And having those experiences that you, you know, that was second grade right for you, right? Such mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. ago. Those pivotal moments, there was a fork, a fork in a road was made for you, right? For all of us that have faced all of this is either you're going, that's going to initiate and be the catalyst for self-hate and always try to simulate Mm -hmm. and hate yourself. So you hate others that look like you and da, 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 da. Or it can do what it did for you and what I feel like it's done for me as well, right? I never want anyone to feel that way. Uh, I always want to mm-hmm. make it a safe space. And I think the re- well, another reason why you and I get along so well is because we're doers, right? Mm-hmm. We're doers. <laughs> like if, if, if it's possible, we want, we're like, well, that doesn't exist. Well, well let's just make it happen. <laughs> we right. figure it out, you know? <laughs> Yeah. You know, let, let's just make it happen. So I, I love that. So another question before we get into the questions and comments from the audience, which I'm sure you're super excited about. You have questions from audiences? Questions and comments from the audience. Yes, I do. Um, how, I'm going to guess a couple of them from the bears, but sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> what? How do you, you know, you're a mother and you, you're you an entrepreneur, you know, and you take care of community, but you also... You know how to take care. Of, how do you balance it all? What are what are some tips for for us out there? <laughs> Your face, you're like. <laughs> balance is a strong word. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's several different key indicators for me. Um. The first thing is always to consider how much what I'm doing is going to affect my Mm, mm. 10-year-old. He is the most important thing in my life. And everything I do revolves around whether or not it's going to benefit or at least not negatively impact him. So. it, it literally drives everything from how many programs do I mm. run outside of school hours when I have to consider him, whether he goes with me or whether um, I ask a family member to watch him, all of that. 
And some of it is also, you know, of course, how is it going to affect me um, physically, mentally, (laughs) emotionally, all the different ways. And um, I will say that it is a little bit different nowadays. Um, I did have a point in my life where I was trying to do so much, all good things, by the way, things that I loved, things that were meaningful, things that were impactful, but it was a lot. Mm. And I, I started to have, uh, some anxiety attacks some panic attacks and, Mm -hmm. and you know, this story, um, how I didn't realize what was going on. And finally the light bulb went off and and I realized like, or rather the light bulb came on, I guess. <laughs> um, and how I had to st- step back from a lot of what I had been doing. Um, and then, well, coincidentally, the pandemic hit and I stopped doing everything. <laughs> um, but, you know, that time spent considering what I was doing to myself, um, you know, I, I really got, got some clarity, but I think what has really sharpened my clarity, if that makes sense, um, has been having to reinvent my life over this past year and a half, um, since my husband passed away. There are still many things that I love, things that I feel are important and necessary, but I cannot give my time to. Mm. And that is something that has really, really come into play. Over the last three months, mm. I would say, because, um, you know, my husband passed away almost a year and a half ago. And for that first year and two months, um, I, I was just in recovery mm. in in trying to survive in um, just getting through day by day. And so it wasn't until these last two, three months that I've really been anywhere near a spot where I could start to consider, okay, what am I going to start doing again besides just the basics of having to function to make life happen? Um, so it's, it's a lot clearer for me. Mm. When I, when I come across an opportunity, when I get an invitation, when somebody asks me if I want to be a part of something, um, it's a lot easier. It's a lot clearer for me to say yes and feel good about it, but more importantly, to say no and feel good about it. That's important. And, you know, as if this is something you want to touch upon, if not, we could totally skip over it. But, you know, a, a lot of things that come up just are, and organically when I have convos is, is uh, mental health, right? Therapy, mm-hmm. the support that that, that brings. How yes, vital, 
you know, in losing your husband and having to deal with that, being a mom, having multiple children, but also having a small child, um, how how important or, or you, you know was that uh, mental health therapy to help you during this to process this? Ayuda a tus hijos y estudiantes a llegar más lejos. Aprende más sobre la beca nacional hacer de McDonald's. Desde 1985, McDonald's ha otorgado más de 33 millones de dólares en becas. Gánate una beca de hasta 100 mil dólares. McDonald's está dando 500 mil dólares en becas este año. Puedes ganar una de 30 becas hoy día. Es importante seguir adelante y hacer más. A ayudar a estudiantes hispanos a hacer más que las generaciones anteriores. Hacer más de lo que se creen capaz. Hacer más de lo que pensaban que era posible. Por sí mismos, por su gente, por su cultura, por un mejor futuro. Para más información sobre la beca nacional Hacer de McDonald's, visita mcdonalds.com diagonal hacer. Aprende más. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm down. Hell yeah, and please believe it. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. I cannot overstate how important um, I am unbelievably fortunate to have a strong support network. You know, my family is here local. Um, my husband's family is here local. Um, and some of the most amazing people that, you know, were friends and became family yourself and your bears <laughs> amongst that cream of the crop of humanity oh. um but even having all of that in my corner having someone to go and talk to on a regular basis someone who is removed from the situation yeah. gives me a freedom that I could not find any other way. Yeah. Um, when you go in and you talk to a therapist, a counselor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whatever the title happens to be for that professional who is there for no other reason than to help you, it gives you freedom to express Even some of the thoughts that you feel like I'm a terrible person for thinking yeah. this yeah, and even more terrible for saying it out loud. Yeah. And I will say without a doubt, I could have survived this of course. without 
uh, Tori is her name. Um, and I could have eventually started to rebuild a life Mm -hmm. for myself, but I would not have been able to do it as well, Mm -hmm. um, as, as, I mean, I won't say easily because it's not easy in, in any sense, but, you know, having her there to, to, to talk me down off a ledge sometimes to remind me that eventually I will be okay Mm. to reassure me that I am doing a good job as a mother of a young person to guide me in some of the, the, the questions and, and concerns that I've had for myself, for myself as a mother, for myself as a, a member of this community. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it is a way for me to be able to be the best version of myself that I can be at this time. And I think she's given me what nobody else could give me because, you know, for all the people that I have in my life that want to love me and support me and help me, you know, they all have their own lives to handle. They also are experiencing their own grief. Mm -hmm. They may not necessarily be able to see things with a perspective of somebody who isn't in the situation. Um, and, and that's been, that's been incredible even beyond my grief and, and having lost my husband. I mean, it's, it's also ventured into conversations about, um, you know, just things, other things that have come up, my relationship with my mother my um changing views on who I am as a person, mm. aside from being a mother, being a wife, and and being, you know, somebody in the community that is, you know, used to doing the things yes. and suddenly everything stopped and now not knowing how many of those things do I want to be doing again. Yes. So Um, you, you know, I think most of us, we start going to therapy for one thing and before we know it, we're talking about this, that, and the other thing too. And it always goes back to childhood. It always goes back to that. Always. Um, and you know, and I think it's interesting, like, and and thank you so much for even talking about this and, and being so honest, you know, and your candor and everything, because I think that's very important, you know? You could have the best support system in the whole wide world. But to have, you know, you provide a safe space for so many people. This was your safe space. Tori provided that safe space. My my therapist sure. provides me 
my safe space, you know, and especially as mothers, because like there's a lot of things that we think about that we're like, am I an awful person? <laughs> am I a terrible yes. person? You know, and so much you've gone through so much and you you are correct. You would you're so strong. You would survive. You would be here and you would survive. But the the change that I've seen you go through, you know, uh, I feel that the therapy that, you know, you got it and you got it kind of like almost immediately. And I feel like that was such a gift, you know, to you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much for 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 speaking on that. And, you know, I also before I forget, I wanted to mention and it's funny what you the the pre when we're checking stuff and what you were showing me, I was like, oh, that's funny because I made a note because I wanted to say, you know, you're a doer. And 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 the the example of this and, and I wanted to I've told you I've thanked you already, but I want to thank you on this platform and say muchisima gracia for your crazy amount of help for our first Ola Metaverso that we had in L.A. last April. I mean, you came in and you were like, da, da, da. Like, you're, you you, and I are the same. Like, if we go, it's not even our event or, you know, we're not even there for that purpose. It's like uh, production hats. What, what, what do we got to do? What, what could, you know, this could be better. Da, 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 da. But you specifically came to support and you went above and beyond and you saved us. Like, you saved us. That front door situation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that, that was amazing. So, muchísimas gracias for that that was that showed me in practice you know in action that uh you are a doer and and you are about your words so thank you so much <laughs> well you know and i i know i've i i've said this to you in in some in some manner i don't know if it was verbal or via text or i don't know maybe commenting on some social media post but you know I was so grateful to have the opportunity to support you. Thank you. For a number of reasons. One, like you're fucking badass. You are one of the most badass women I have ever known in my 45 years of life. So to be able to do something that supports you and what you're doing. I mean, honestly, it could have been like, I don't know, come help me throw a birthday party for, I don't know, my neighbor's pet turtle. And I would have been like, I'm there. I don't know if your neighbor has a pet turtle or not. I don't not. know my neighbors. I'm guessing you probably, you probably would not throw a birthday no, party for no. your neighbor's pet neighbor or pet turtle anyways. But just to be able to do something to support you, I was down from the minute you said, hey. But also, it was really exciting from from a selfish standpoint. It was really excited to have the opportunity to be involved in an event like that. I I had no clue <laughs> what was going to be talked about. Um, I was like, Web3? How many webs are there? <laughs> But I was like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. I want to be there for it. I want to be a part of it. And so that was exciting. Um, but also, you know, to to be part of that space 
where there were so many people coming together for the purpose of learning and building community. That's the type of event I'm always drawn to. Do I like making money? Yes, (laughs) it's nice, but nothing I do is ever motivated by financial gains. Um, And so, you know, what Ola Metaverso was and is and will continue to be, I feel is going to be more profound than we can possibly imagine at this point. And on a more personal level, I was so, so grateful for the opportunity to support you personally. After everything that you have supported me through over the last however many years it's been now, I mean, you know, everything from, uh, you know, helping me with the redesign of Smart Education's logo to encouraging me whenever I mentioned like, oh, hey, I was thinking about um, doing this type of program for kids. Yes, that sounds great. Could, you know, we'll, we'll be there to you know, getting each other through all of a sudden being in lockdown (laughs) and not being able to see other humans (laughs) for months on end, um, to how much you and, and, and the boys supported me and and my boy when we lost Chris, um, you know, our, our boys talk, to each other probably more than they talk to us for real <laughs> whether it's whether it's IRL or via the electronic means uh you know they they share so much with each other um it's really been one of the things that has given me some peace of mind is to know that my 10-year-old has your 10-year-old <laughs> to 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 talk with and you know they're both such interesting little characters <laughs> i don't know that my 10 year old could have had that with any other 10 year old same that we remember when we first were like are they separated birth like what what is happening here <laughs> like they're the same and then and i'll like text you about you know uh, tears because they of writing sentences and you're like same thing like same thing <laughs> but thank you thank yes. you Maria this is like you know I don't know what to do with all this goodness that you're tossing me I, I feel the honor because I feel that way about you I feel like whoa you, like my tribe is amazing my tribe is dope like you know I have amazing women that are so inspiring and and you know and so so thank you so much and I just wanted before we go into the questions and comments from the audience, I just want to say I laugh every time because last April it was 2021 and we go in, drive into L.A. We're like, yeah, we're wearing a mask. We're not going to do we're not going to do the Latino hugs, abrazos and cheek vessels on the cheek and none of that. We're, we're going to be safe. This because it was the first it, for both yeah. of us the first time we we're gonna be around more than one two three people and people that we knew yeah. and, and it was like a lot and so 
I remember we were like, and I was like, oh. remember, remember at the end we were driving back to 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 premiere to where we were staying, and we we're like, yeah, this is it, we got it, <laughs> we got it. It was a lot of hug. We Everything it. we said we were gonna do, it all happened. You know what I mean? It all. <laughs> All those, all those safety precautions just out the window, poof. man. It Forget was Latino it. vessels, brazos all over the place. Hilarious. I think about it all the time, was. and we're like, "Oh, this is it. We got it." Luckily, <laughs> knock on wood, we didn't get it. Okay, so are you ready? Let's get into the questions and comments from the audience. Okay, the first one. Okay. Would it it enrage you if I said that the Eagles were goaded? And the 49ers suck? Wait, wait, wait. You you kind of... Oh, did I break up a little froze bit? for a second there. I heard, would it enrage you? And then nothing. Oh. And then the 49ers <laughs> suck. So I'm You're already, already- pre-enraged. <laughs> I'm pre-enraged right now. I don't know what else you said, but I'm halfway there. I will, I will re-read re, it. Would it enrage you? If I said that the Eagles were goaded and the 49ers sucked. And this is by, it says, no to my mom, joke, but tell Mrs. Maria after a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) And that is from the Supernatural Bear. (laughs) Well, I would definitely have some strong feelings about it. Uh, You know... Unlike the the stereotypical football fan that, you know, shit talks every other team out there, they don't necessarily shit talk other teams. However, facts are facts. (laughs) Um, There was several key unexpected factors that led to the Eagles appearing in the Super Bowl. Uh, so yeah, there would be some feelings. Yeah, there'd be some feelings. He's like, let me do it as a joke. Okay. (laughs) The next one, mom, you have truly made an impact on our community that words cannot describe. Thank you for being an example of who someone can always strive to be like. And that is from your middle child, Diego. (laughs) How cute is that? Got some good kids. You got to, I tried to get all three, but I was able to get two. And I'm going to try to read this. Or not cr- I'm like, who's missing? Okay. So <laughs> it says, Ugh. I'm going to try to read it. It says, my mom is loving. Sometimes she can be a lot, <laughs> but never... <laughs> But never to me and my family. She generally is nice. <laughs> generally. generally. Generally is nice. But when she's mad, she's mad. <laughs> Ugh, I very much love her. She has always been there for me. We've both been through a lot. We have great laughs. She is amazing. And that is by your youngest, said 10-year-old. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) 
actually speechless. Yeah. They love you. They know how amazing you are, Maria. We all know how amazing you are. So, you know, when Mateo sent that, I was crying and the robot bear <laughs> didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, shit, I'm going to cry when I read this shit. And, uh, but it's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. You know? (laughs) And I just wanted to provide, you know, a nice surprise. And and, uh, I didn't anticipate it was going to be tears. (laughs) Yeah. I know. (laughs) Woo! But that was not on my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Special, special. I think I think I, I think I need those printed and framed. Yes. 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 Sometimes she's a lot. <laughs> I like how there was like, you know, some brevity and some levity there, you know, and then uh <laughs> But when she, 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 and you're not nice, you're generally nice. <laughs> generally nice. But when she's mad, she's mad. <laughs> What's funny, Maria, what is so funny is that that statement, I could totally see the supernatural bear saying about me. Because we're all the same. They say yes. we talk too much, they say we talk too loud. <laughs> And then when we get together and when we I go pick them up and stuff, then, you know, they love it because you and I get talking. So they know they get like extra time to play. Right. Like I see them. They go, come on, let's go back in the room. And then they just, <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. Um, OK. They are hilarious. Oh, my two. goodness. Yes. OK. So that was your youngest. OK. So let's go and finish this off how we finish off all convos, the not-so-rapid-fire questions, the a.k.a. slow-as-hell questions. Are you ready, Maria? I'm as ready as I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Three words to describe yourself. Do they have to be individual words? Or can it be three phrases? It could be three phrases. It could be th- okay. generally nice. <laughs> generally nice. A lot. <laughs> But not to everybody. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, mother, See. for sure, is number one. Um, I would say, you know, youth advocate mm-hmm. has to be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. The third one has to be incredibly amazed with the life I've had. Yeah. Amazed. I, for, for, for all the highs and lows of the, these 45 years of life, um, there is much that I have had to be grateful for. Yeah. 
So amazed. I love that. I love that a lot. Okay. So what's the best piece of advice you've received? Hmm. Gosh, that's, <laughs> there is, there is a lot, but, um, you know, I, I've, I've heard it in different ways and from different people. Um, but, you know, I, I would have to say being encouraged to have faith in myself, mm. um, you know, that, that has come in, in, in many different forms from many different people. Um, but I think whenever I've had things that I've doubted myself on whether I'm capable of accomplishing um, because I don't know if I'm uh, skilled enough, knowledgeable enough. Do I have the capacity to take this other thing on? Um, Are they going to like me? (laughs) You know, uh, all those different sorts of doubts, um, but also in the you know, how am I going to overcome this setback in the, how am I going to get through this challenge? Um, being reminded that I am stronger than I, I realize, mm. um, you know, I think that's, that's probably been the one thing that, that keeps me going through, a, through a lot, um, I'm going to quote my father-in-law on this one. One day, not long after Chris had passed, and I was having those feelings of, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get through this. He looked me square in the eye and he said to me, you're a lot stronger than you realize. And then he followed that up with, you are one tough broad. (laughs) So that's it right there. Best advice. You are you one, are tough, one broad. tough broad. I love that. So yes. this next question I ask everybody, but I'm super excited because I feel I have a feeling that we're going to be able to add a song uh, of a genre to maybe the playlist that, that we haven't yet. Is what song, what is your go to song to get you hyped when you need it? Oh, wow. I feel like I can go two different artists. So I'm, I'm, I'm I, anticipating which, which of the two. I'm going to say all time. Cause you know, it, it varies depending on Sick. like the mood, the event, Sick. the, you know, who, who am I currently into? Who's got the hot hits out. Yep. <laughs> um, but if I had one song that spans various moods, spans various types of events that I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to do, it's going to have to be uh, Luke Bryan's Country Girl. Yes. Yes. I knew. Is that what you were I thinking? I was like, is this going to be the first country song that I'm adding to the plate? Okay. This is amazing. So as always, there'll be a link in the show notes oh to God. the Words Your Mama guest hype list 
I, I, I hype song list. I always mess up the title, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. So everyone's songs yeah. are going to be there and this will be there and it'll be moved up to the top. Uh, yeah. And I believe if memory serves, this is my this is our first country artist on there. So this is exciting because we have everything, everything you could think of. We have it. Now we got country. OK, final question. Right. What will be your legacy? I mean, it's it's my kids, mm. you know, in in so many different ways. Um, I have always known that my kids were going to change the world. Mm. I didn't know how. Um, I didn't have any plans on, you know this one's going to be this and this one's going to be that. And, and, you know, I, I had no idea, but I knew that my children were going to make the world a better place. And I knew that it was my job to be the best mother I could Mm -hmm. for them. Um, and you know, I've, I've gotten two out of three (laughs) to adulthood and, um, you know, I know a lot of parents out there want their kids to have a career that's going to make them a lot of money. And some parents want their kids to have a career that's going to bring them fame, nor- notoriety, mm. all of that. Um, I just wanted my children to grow up to be good people who make a difference in their world. Mm. And they're both doing that in their own ways. Yes. Um, you know, one of them being a teacher, the other one working at the state capitol in government. Those are two very different career paths. And, um, you know, they're just, they're both such great human beings. And they're both so much more than I ever was mm. at their respective ages. Um, you know, when I look back to being 23 and 26, um, I'm just, I, I, not that I compare myself to them, but when I look at where I was and where they are, I'm amazed. And, you know, the, the, the 10 year old, there are many times when I am amazed by the person he is at 10 years old at 10 years old. And, you know, I don't know what he's going to do in life. Um, but I know it's, it's going to have meaning and it's going to have an impact because I can already see that he's that type of person. Yeah. Um, so it's my children. My children are my legacy. They're definitely your legacy. They definitely are who they are because they had an amazing, they had amazing parents. Um, but you know, moms spend a lot of time with the kids and in most cases, not all the time, but in this case they do. Mm -hmm. And I know it has a lot to do with you. And also your legacy is what we discussed today. Your legacy is the safe spaces, the, the sparks of inspiration. You know, there's, there's, I know it in my bones that there's kids that maybe took a workshop once, maybe took a camp once. 
And maybe you won't see them again, but you sparked something in them that they're like, oh, I want to pursue this. Or maybe I like this. I feel like you're like the host carrier of 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 this inspiration in steam because we need more people that look like us. I just was uh, sure. I listening or saw something recently that made a lot of sense, you know, especially with these new technologies that are coming out. You know, research is only going to reflect what the researchers, the scientists in those fields look like because they are going to deal with their issues, their histories, their problems. So we need more people of color. We need more indigenous. We need more LGBTQIA plus in these fields Mm -hmm. because then they can be the representative and make sure that these technologies reflect the world as it really is. So, muchísimas gracias to you, Maria. Uh, I usually call you Miss Maria because I'm always talking to Supernatural Bear. Even when I talk, <laughs> even when I talk to Rock, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, Miss Maria. Um, and we could, again, we could have not survived the pandemic if it wasn't for you guys, you know, because those park days, you know, being being with people that aligned with us during such a scary time was Mm -hmm. invaluable it was gold and i know for a fucking fact that we wouldn't have survived so muchisimas gracias for everything you've done for everything that you do for being such inspiration for living uh you know in such a way that inspires all of us maria Thank you for sharing your story on this. It's been a long time coming, but because you've gone through so much, we've taken this pause and I feel like you were already going to provide value if you would have talked a, a year ago to a year and a half ago. But I feel like this is your, you know, your your sharing your voice, your experience. And I feel there's going to be so many people that can relate. And maybe if they haven't gone through this, when they do, they're going to remember. Oh, I remember hearing badass maria over there you know she can do it and you know and i can do it so thank you so much i really appreciate it and now introducing the supernatural bear corner supernatural bear hello everyone i am the supernatural bear and today um we are talking about my personal favorite teacher. Um, if any of my other teachers are listening to this, no offense to you guys. Uh, you guys are also amazing teachers. But, um, yeah. So, Miss Maria. Miss Maria. She's nice. She's really nice. She's been my science teacher for about... How long now? About... Oh, hold on. Mom? Okay, I'll take that as a no. Um, five years. About five years. Yeah. And also, her son, Reddish, for all intents and purposes. I don't want to dox anyone. <laughs> that would be bad. Um, her son, Reddish, is incredibly cool. What's going on, Reddish? What's happening, man? Anyway... Uh, yeah, Miss Maria's amazing. We've known them for a long time, and Rush and I be just being chillin' on Discord. He has Discord now! Let's go! He and I have been chillin' on Discord, uh, 
And right after this, he and I are going to get on a Discord call right now. So I'll tell him about this. And um, yeah. So anyway, that's been my SMB Corner. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Have fun. And um, stay safe. Bye. Do, she'll be do. There you have it, folks. Episode 120 of Where Dear Mama with Miss Maria Wren. Yeah, we got that. I told you tears. I told you tears. I told you tears. And I delivered. We delivered on the tears. She's an incredible person. Um, you know, things happen for a reason. I came out here to the desert to heal. I know that to be true now, and you'll hear in another episode what what the hell that means. And uh, people, certain people, put in our lives for for certain reasons. And uh, yeah, it really, really, I could not see us making it to the other side of the of the lockdown uh, without them. And for the supernatural bear to have someone that he can be that close with. You know, when you're so unique uh, and you're at advanced level to find someone that's like you. (laughs) It's it's incredible. You guys know how that is when you have that, you know. So, yes. Um, As you know, we're part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Uh, I think there's going to be. I just got back from a dinner in L.A. to meet the founder in person, Rita. She has an episode. And uh, it's going to be good things, guys. Good things. So um, there should be some some new things coming up soon that I'll be sharing with everybody. Super excited about that. And as always, you can go to our store to purchase anything. We have all kinds of things. You can leave us a review. That's free. Give us some stars. Give us some stars. If you leave us a review, we will read it. I'll read it in one of the episodes. And then, um, you know, you be you can buy us a whiskey via buy us a coffee. You can become a patron, as you heard in the promo that we used this week. And, uh, you know, for free, another for free is tell your folks, tell your peeps, tell your friends. There's a lot of podcasts out there. I know this to be true. And now more and more, it's great to see that there's even more podcasts by people of color, um, more podcasts from Latinas. But I really feel, if you're listening to this, if you agree with me, tell your folks, tell your peaks, tell your friends. I really feel that this is has a different voice. And so let's get this out to the people so they can find their tribe. Maybe they're in a place where they just moved and they haven't found their tribe yet. Well, you know, they can find it here. Uh, so I appreciate all the support. And, you know, if you want to email us, you want to whatever, whatever. Hola at wordtoyourmama.com. And as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro beat produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, I want to email us. You want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzBarrowWinkle.com.